This is the Ice Blue Money Podcast with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. Achieving your dream retirement is a lot like making the big leagues. To achieve your dreams, you need great coaches. Each week, Greg and Danny share insights to help you reach your financial goals and achieve your retirement dreams. Now, the Ice Blue Money Podcast with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. And we are here back for a new year. I am Bill Seller along with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. Happy New Year, guys. Hey, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Glad to be back. So glad to be back. Yes, yeah, indeed. we took a couple of weeks off, as a lot of folks should do podcasts too, and now we're back and uh, very excited to be uh, heading into 2024 to talk more about retirement, money, your money, how to uh, make as much as you can for retirement, and how to hang on to it. And that's what we do every time we get together here on the Ice Blue Money Podcast. A lot of good stuff to get to today, but of course, it's the beginning of the year, which we're about a weekend or so now, but a lot of folks make resolutions, and um, I know that you guys have kind of uh, uh, found a list of the top resolutions made by people. Uh, yeah, it's not a big surprise what's on the list, right? Yeah, the first one, improve fitness, right? I think we all say that. And then that alarm goes off at uh, 6 o'clock to go to the gym, and you realize it's not that important. Yeah, on day, on day two of the resolution. Tomorrow, right? tomorrow, tomorrow. Always. Yeah, I, I stay away from my gym this time of year just because – it's just packed. Everybody mm. thought that's, you know, the, the great idea to go lose weight or they got a gift certificate. And I just stay away until about February. Yeah. Even at five o'clock in the morning, uh, the gym is still mobbed and, and, and I don't get it either. I absolutely hate it. But um, we just wait for them to go away in March. You know, right. February. You know, <laughs> private party in the back after all of the New Year resolutioners are uh, no longer tied to the resolution. So. And that said, forty-eight percent of people said they wanted to improve fitness as their as their resolution. Yeah, that was the top of the list. And then uh, where you guys come in here uh, at number two at thirty-eight percent is improving finances. Yeah. And you know how you can do that? Don't waste your money on a gym. That's no. all I'm saying. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, or reallocate, which we'll talk about. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I think coming off of Christmas and people look at what they spend. I certainly did, and and you just think, wow. Uh, why? <laughs> you know, why do, where does money go and why? So or, or not looking at what you spent. You know, a lot of us are going to ignore it until February, right? And say, right. you know, we're going to, you know, Christmas was a wash and we're going to hope to make some more money to make up for what we spent and, you know, kind of ignore it. But, you know. I wonder, uh, I wonder if more people realize that when that, uh, when the credit card bills roll in at the end of January. And yeah, it's really you, know, they, you, you can look at the envelope. You ever see the envelope? The envelope looks a little thick. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's it's a lot of pages in there. Just, when there's extra postage on it because it weighs yeah, so much. Yeah, that was, that, was, that, was a, that was a bad month. Number three on the list is to improve mental health. Yeah. So, which, which you know, frankly, to me, kind of ties into the fitness thing. I know for me, I, and, and all joking aside, I have much clearer, better days when I do work out. Well, I think it's a lot of stress and um, maybe even some. De- Depression during the holidays, certainly across different families. So maybe people go into the New Year saying they're going to get healthier mentally. I know I, it's hard to get in with the therapist lately here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard people say that uh, they're just booked, that mental health is a bigger focus. So, yeah, over a third of the people said they wanted to improve mental health going into the year. But I, I think, you know, sometimes coming out of the holidays drives people to need to take care of their mental health, too, because, you know, they're just some family members, you know, you, no matter everybody has them. And, and 
you know, you have to be around them for the holidays and things of that nature. So coming out of the holidays as well, you know, dealing with your family drives you to want to look after your mental health, you know, a lot better. And so I like that uh, idea, Bill, of tying, you know, some sort of exercise because there's so many reports, so many studies done that talks about the benefits of exercise and having a clear mind after working out, you know, it raises the endorphins and things of that nature, you know, really do add a great benefit to your mental health, your overall mental health. Won't bourbon do that too? Uh, I was going to get to that. I hope that's on the yeah. list. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I, no. I, I don't know if it helps, but it doesn't hurt. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no, we're not no. advocating it drinking. No, absolutely. No, no, we're not. No, we're not. But it might help. Uh, the last one on the list here, which surprised me because it used to be the number one thing, is weight loss um, mm. and an improved diet. That used to be number one on everybody's list. Yeah. But, uh, hopefully, if you're going to the gym, the weight loss thing will happen as well. It's all connected to the gym, guys. You notice that? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I've seen a lot of ads the last few days uh, for weight loss, either dieting or, you know, the latest fad. So they understand this. The marketers understand yeah. what people are focused on, too. Yeah, I never liked diet either. The word itself, the first three letters of that says die. And it just, just <laughs> wow. automatically sets a negative, <laughs> you know, mindset for me. So I, I don't like diet. But I think the reason why, that's probably at the bottom of the list is I, I think in moderation, food is one of the great luxuries that we have in life. And I know it sounds crazy. You're talking to me about me talking about food, but to experience different Imagine cultures that. and different foods. And yeah, I know it's tough, right? Daily talking <laughs> about food. It, it, it's such a privilege though. You know, me and my wife are of different cultures and we love, you know, to mix and match our foods and things of that nature and then travel to other places and, you know, uh, eat different foods. And so when you start to restrict like that, that makes everything else just that much harder. And so I can see why, you know, the food thing is kind of, it would be at the bottom of my list. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. And it's funny with some of those ads, I, I, I play silly games on my phone every now and then to kill time at night. Right. And I keep seeing this ad for some kind of keto gummy thing oh, that's supposed really? to, right. Yeah. And, and what, what's funny is it's been the last day to get this great deal since like the middle of October. Anyway, if any of those fall onto your list, hey, congratulations and good luck with them. Um, we'd love to know how that turns out for you. Fitness, finances, health, mental health, and weight loss. Those are the top four resolutions. Thought we'd start out our new year talking about those. But getting into uh, the meat of what it is and, and that we do here and why we're here, we're talking about money and finances. Robert Kiyosaki says that to be rich, you have to budget like the rich. And we talk about budgeting on here a lot, right? The, the discipline of, that it takes to kind of budget properly. But uh, and what is his article saying, really? There, there's some things that he talks about that I think could be good for everybody. Yeah. So so we found this a Yahoo article by Cameron Dio Rio, who's a finance journalist, and she just captured some of Robert's theories about four budgeting tips that if you want to be like the rich, you should do these things. And I thought they'd be interesting for us to kick around and talk about because it's some of the things that Danny and I get into with our clients. And most people know Robert Kiyosaki from his award-winning book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, where he talks about traditional money um, philosophy that, you know, he had a rich dad that told him to do this, go get a good job, go to college. And then he had a poor dad who was more of an entrepreneur and had some some really interesting philosophies on money. And so one of those in this list of four says, pay yourself first. And, you know, most people want to give to charity. Most people want to invest and save money. But the problem is 
they try to do it after they've paid their expenses and a lot of times there's nothing left, right? And so Kiyosaki says, if you make the expenses in your life or in your budget your priority, you often won't get to do the things you really want to do. And so his theory is pay yourself first. Make sure your budget says no matter what, I'm going to do these things I said I'm going to do, whether that's saving, investing, giving to charity, and then cover your expenses. Now, we don't want lights to get turned off. That's not what he's saying. But he's saying build your budget in a way that your first priority is to pay yourself. Do the things that uh, with money that are going to help you. And I, I think that's really a good philosophy. Danny, you know, you talk about saving a lot and uh, budgeting. Yeah. Yeah. with your clients. And this is this is right along those lines. Yeah. You know, and I like to always look at it. You don't want to try to save after you've spent. You know, you want to spend after you've saved. And and if you can learn that philosophy, like he says, you know, here, you're kind of setting yourself up for freedom. And it also takes a little work. You're going to have to learn to live within your means, you know, not being able to do certain things because you're not um, off paying uh, certain expenses may mean you need to dial it back a little bit, you know, uh, which kind of rolls into the second one, uh, Greg, that you kind of hit on with budgeting. But he he talked about, you know, keep track of your expenses, you know, Mm -hmm. and this is difficult for a lot of us because I call it the mirror effect. It's like looking in the mirror. You can't lie to yourself and what you look like. If you're tracking your expenses, they are what they are. They're not going to change, you know, and they show you who you are. And you have to, you know, become um, honest with yourself about it. And that will allow you to start looking at areas that you can kind of cut some of the spending that you're doing. And then you you honestly find that you're probably spending money in areas or more money in areas that you're not even aware of. And I go back to the coffee story that I tell forever with my wife when we first got together. And, you know, she used to go to Dunkin Donuts every morning before work and every morning after work to grab a coffee and Honest to God, it was about six or seven bucks a day. But when I showed her what that looked like over a month, she realized that we could use that money at the very least in the gas tank, you know, buy coffee and brew it at home. And we can have that uh, extra money to go, you know, in the gas tank and things of that nature. And so really tracking your expenses to kind of hone in your spending. And that's really why he says it just gives you a really realistic look at yourself. Yeah, yeah, but in her defense, man, that that creamer they use in Dunkin' Donuts coffee—that's that's the real stuff, man. That's, <laughs> hey, you want to know something? Hey, you want to hear something that's crazy? Is they actually sell it? They actually sell the creamer oh. in the store, extra, extra, extra in the store. And so, what I did when I first uh, tried to get her into this is I found it, and she liked the caramel swirl. I found some caramel sauce, and I used to make it for her in the morning. And in a week's time, she realized that you know. It was an easy hack, easy fix. And I think that's what we're talking about here and what Kiyosaki's talking about. He's he's not saying put yourself in in financial jail where you can't do anything. It's getting creative. And that's what you did, Dan. You you got creative for Carmen to say, hey, you still want to enjoy this, but there's an economical way to do it. And it could be the low hanging fruit. Some people go in the convenience store every day and buy a soda or or chewing gum yeah. or yeah. whatever the vice is. If you go to Sam's Club and buy that stuff in bulk, mm. right, you still have it, but you, you're you're not paying a premium for it. And so there's more to give to the things that you want. The next one on the list says increase assets. And what Kiyosaki said is by increasing assets, which could be an investment like real estate, you're increasing your monthly cash flow. 
And this is how you can start to purchase the things you want, cover your expenses and liabilities, have room to save. And I tell clients, there's not a financial product that I have access to that could outpace cash flowing real estate. And maybe Mm -hmm. that's another episode where we talk about that or bring in an expert to talk about it. But if you have an opportunity to buy an asset that in turn produces cash flow, you're ahead of the game already. And many of his books talk about that. And uh, I I think it's good. I mean, he, he went on further to say, if you want a nice car, invest money until the asset you're investing in produces the cash flow required for you to purchase a car instead of, oh, I got to get my credit score up or I got to get a promotion at work or I got to do whatever because I want to afford that car. He's saying, go ahead and buy an asset that's going to help you pay for the things that you want, which is a different mindset than most people. They most people say, oh, I work overtime or I'm going to pick up a part time job. Um, how about an asset that can produce that for you? So that, that's really eye opening. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, Danny, on getting assets to increase cash flow. You know, just part of the statement he made in the article is understanding the difference between assets and liabilities, really understanding Mm -hmm. what is an asset and what is a liability. Asset puts money into your pocket. And that's why he talks about passive income and real estate, having real estate set up, you know, your home, if you live in your home and it's your primary residence, you're not renting out any rooms or anything like that. That is an asset, but it does not create passive income for you. And so that's when he's talking about real estate, you know, he really goes through Uh, trying to help people understand what is an actual asset and what's an actual liability. And I would just say, making sure you understand the difference of the two as well. Is this, uh, you know, new venture going to put more money in your pocket or is it going to take money out of your pocket to put towards something else? Uh, The other one uh, he talked about was essentially just pushing through difficult times. And this is something that I think our society has had a problem with for a while now, and it's just delayed gratification. We don't like to feel pain. Anytime Mm -hmm. something is uncomfortable, it must not be right for us. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, you know, I'm I'm struggling with it. I'm having a hard time with it. So it might not be the best route to go. And that's not necessarily true a lot of the times. You know, if you're going to do a complete about face in a certain area of life, you should expect some um, degree of difficulty. Nothing that is ever worth it didn't come without a little bit of effort. And if you think that you're going to change your financial lifestyle or you're going to lose weight or, or you're going to, um, you know, uh, transfer your mentality and all of this stuff is just going to be a drop in the bucket. I think you're setting yourself up for failure. And it, the same goes, you know, just with your finances. There are going to be some lean times, you know, trying to stick to your budget, you know, looking at your uh, items, your expenses and things of that nature and, and cutting out some of these things you love are going to be tough. But stick through it because there's a reward for it on the other side. And the reward is a better you, a better living situation. You know, a lot of times we don't have a lack of money problem. I tell my clients this all the time. You don't have a lack of money problem. You have a lack of money discipline problem. And once you're able to discipline yourself a little better with your money, your life will instantly start to get better in certain areas. I promise you that. And so that, you know, pushing through through difficult times is I think the crowning piece on all of this because to start is simple to finish is the difficult part. Well, it's, yeah. it's the old saying, right? Good things come to those who wait. Yeah. Um, but as you and I, and the, you know, the three of us have talked about a lot on this show, the and waiting for easier. things is not very, uh, very cool and hip these days. Right. 
Yeah, and in te- in society, you're right, Danny. Is it it makes you feel like you you should have it now. You can't have it now. This on demand world, and I think the other thing that happens is people start to look at the neighbors or mm. or coworkers or other people, and you start measuring yourself, not really knowing what their financial situation is, but you you look at the appearance of uh, financial prosperity with other people, and you start to measure yourself against that, which can be dangerous instead of just pushing through and staying disciplined. And that's why you need a, a good financial professional to help you. The other downfall to a lot of this is, you know, the social media world that we all are a part of, you look at it and mm. everybody gets what they want when they want and everybody's happy, everybody's dancing, everybody's doing all this stuff. And it just appears, like you said, Greg, it's most people, there are some out there that will air their their sad laundry, but most people are on social media looking like, they're living a the life. And, yeah, uh, every day's a party, right? And you got to be very wary of what you're watching because it could very well not be the real thing. Yeah. My favorite quote is, believe none of what you hear and half of what you see. <laughs> because it's it's usually not true or, or, or what you think it is. Yeah. And I'm always weary of everybody who wants to post everything online anyway. You know, mm-hmm. another part of what we do and uh, a lot of what we've gone through over the last couple of years is more coaching as well. I think, you know, having a good financial advisor, but also somebody who can coach you in the ways and some of the things that you're uh, struggling with will go a long way as well. So if you have a person that can not only advise you on some of your money habits, but also coach you up in areas where you're a little deficient financially, it would be such a blessing for your life. And and that's where Greg and Danny come in. I mean, seriously, to, to have a couple of guys on your side that can help you understand what it takes to achieve those goals and can be somebody that can tell you to, hey, well, just hang on, it's going to happen, right? Because a lot of times uh, to what you're saying is that we don't have enough people in our life that are willing to just be that voice of reason sometimes, right? And to say, look, I know that's what you want. I know the car is shiny. <laughs> it's got It's got a lot of really cool buttons inside, but if you buy that, that you're going to have to live in it because you've yeah, got nothing left, right? <laughs> That's, right. That, you know, it's, it's like buying a house, the old expression, you don't want to be house poor because you yeah. overspent on your home. Right. Yeah. So understanding that sometimes takes mentorship. It takes people who can guide you and, and Greg and Danny, that's what they do. And if you want to find out more about these guys and see what it is that they can do to help you and the things that they do offer, check out the website at icebluemoney.com. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm uh, much closer to retirement than anybody involved in this program. (laughs) But uh, had I known or had folks like Greg and Danny in my life 30 years ago, I might not have to be doing this right now. I'm still working. so. <laughs> but we're glad you are. <laughs> not that I don't enjoy your company, guys, but yeah. my point is if I'd had better planning, you know, things might be better off. So I'm I'm, uh, I'm glad I found you now. Don't get me wrong. But if, if you're younger and you're just getting started and you're hearing this and you're, you know, you're wanting to get ready and understand that it takes a lot of work to be able to keep your lifestyle through retirement. Greg and Danny are the ones that can give you a hand. So check them out again at icebluemoney.com. We want to thank you for listening. Uh, If it's your first time with the podcast, please go ahead and hit that subscribe, like, share, whatever button you have there on your podcast player so you don't miss an episode when they come out. Gentlemen, always a pleasure. And um, I believe I'm going to go set my alarm for the gym tomorrow and see how things go. (laughs) You need a wake up call. Not promising anything. (laughs) I need a wake up call. Yeah. See how this turns out.
Please get up early and call me, Greg, because I don't have silent on my phone. I'll be- <laughs> or block. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Till next time, fellas. And remember, the future does not get better by hope. It gets better by plan. Your life is an occasion. Rise to it. Till next time, guys. You've been listening to Greg Carter and Danny Bullock and the Ice Blue Money Podcast, helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investment and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any comments regarding safety and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advice products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. No legal advice options or recommendations are being made in respect to this proposal. You should consult your tax professional or attorney concerning such advice and opinions.